Oh, no, not Molly Myers Labady this morning. It is Nicole Fowles and Jada McDaniel Browning. Good morning, Delaware County. Good morning, Delaware. <laughs> we also have in the studio with us this morning Bridget Daly and Scott Zook. Zuch. Zuch. Ah, yeah, I okay. always want to make the Nobody hard, the hard g- on the back of the throat. Yes. Good morning, Bridget and Scott. Good morning. Good morning. It's so nice to have you guys here. Uh, if you are Delaware Main Library patrons, you are lucky enough to sometimes catch Bridget and Scott both on the desk at the Delaware Library, um, probably causing shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what? I'm so hurt you would say that. It's so truthful, but still. Shenanigans in a good way. In a good way. Right. Happy, happy, playful shenanigans. Yes. Um, they will be talking about all of the fun happenings that we have going on at the Delaware Main Library this holiday season. Um, the, the second half of the show. But uh, and hello, Gage. Good morning. Good morning. It, it, happy we're Friday. So, we're so happy to be here this morning on this on this very sunshiny um, but chilly Friday morning. It's going to get warmer. Yes. Yes. It's only going to get better from here. Um, and so there's just it's just been a wonderful week at the Delaware County District Library. We've got lots of things happening. Um, but of course, as always, we have lots of good books to read. We do. We do. So, Jaina, have you been reading anything good lately? You know, I'm always reading something. And if I'm lucky, it's something good. This oh. time, it most definitely is something oh, good. good. I'm glad to hear that. So, yes, it is The Future by Naomi Alderman. Oh, okay. And I know we've talked about this a little bit. Mm-hmm. But for anybody who's not familiar with Naomi Alderman, I am a big fan. Her last book um, was called The Power. And it was a huge breakout hit. Margaret Atwood did a blurb for it because Margaret Atwood, as it happens, was Naomi Alderman's mentor, which, you know, talk about a great mentor. Amazing. Um, But Amazon turned it into a series on Prime. So it has Tony Collette and John Leguizamo. If you have not watched it, it is amazing. Those are two amazing actors. Yes. And it's it's a great series. But so is the novel is also amazing. So me being me, read the novel first. Then go watch the series. It's already been renewed for a second uh, oh, cool. second season, so more is coming. But back to the future. Um, so the future is another standalone novel. Um, Alderman says she was inspired by a pretty well-known article back from 2017. It was in The New Yorker. And it concerned all these tech billionaires, like real-life tech billionaires, like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, mm-hmm. and how they were building these elaborate end-of-the-world bunkers in New Zealand to, you know— You know, when something terrible happened, they were going to retreat to their bunker and by world, we're going to ride it out here while the rest of you die. And and, (laughs) And there were big feelings, I bet. (laughs) There were lots of feelings. Um, So, yes, famous article. But Naomi Alderman kind of took that idea and fictionalized it and and kind of thought it out. You know, would that actually work? And and I think she thinks, no, it wouldn't um, for many reasons, because ultimately, we need each other. Uh-huh. You know, we as humans need other people. And I think the tech billionaires forget that, you know, they, they're going to need, uh, uh-huh. need other people in their lives to keep <laughs> right. things going. And at some point, you know, even if you're, you know, paying them well, they're going to rebel. Uh-huh. But in this story, you'll find three giant fictional corporations that might look something like Amazon, Apple and Twitter pre-collapse. <laughs> um uh, but the multi-billionaire heads of these companies are collaborating on their own, like, giant end-of-the-world bump- bunker. Uh-huh. Um, and they all know that, you know, something terrible is going to happen. If it's not a pandemic, it'll be a war or it'll be climate change. Um, 
And then you have these really smart people next to them, like the personal assistant and the wife who was a genius programmer mm. who's now treated by her billionaire husband like dirt and uh -huh. like she doesn't know anything. Um, and these people start to meet each other at parties and other things, and they all know what's going on, and they start talking about it. And they're, they, they start forming an idea of, you know, if, what if we, you know, just really kind of got these folks out of the way and, you know, used the resources to actually save the world? Oh. Right? Interesting that? idea. Uh -huh. What if we just took the resources? And instead of saving ourselves, we save everybody. The problem. So that, that's the kernel of the idea. And yeah. I don't want to put any spoilers out there because it's all interesting. But that's it's a like, great tease. it's part heist, it's part action adventure. There's some science fiction elements in there, but it's really, really good. Yeah. So anybody who likes sci fi, get into this. It just came out this year. It's awesome. Amazing. That is yeah. The Future by Naomi Alderman. Indeed. And that is a great recommendation. All right, I see books in front of both Scott and Bridget. Who wants to start? Fight over the microphone and go. <laughs> it's, a, it's a match. No. <laughs> All right, yeah, I have a I have a book that my daughter and I read together. Oh, fun! Um, it is Anne of Green Gables, a graphic novel. Oh, cool. um, but this one is there are a couple out there, so I don't want to confuse anyone. So this one is by Mariah Marsden, and illustrated by Brenna Thum Thummer. Um, and <laughs> tell ya. I love Anne of Green Gables, and the fact that I found a graphic novel with the illustrations, I just, I had to share it with my daughter. Yeah. Uh, she's seven and a half, and we just read it together a little bit every night, and it just, it's so nice to have a story you love be adapted yeah. and put into life in different ways. Mm hmm and who doesn't love great illustrations? Right. Oh, yeah. So, and it works so well together. And you read the physical book? Yes. And full color illustrations? The 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 bigger, you mean, the, yeah. I read the chapter book. Oh, okay. Oh, the chapter book. I read the chapter book, the, yeah. the original, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And then, so, um, and there's, there's a few others out there as well, but this one by this specific author um, and illustrator, I just, I bought it myself at... The bookstore in town. You're like, we have to have it. <laughs> it's mine now. We mm -hmm. have bookshelf. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Classics are great to be reimagined in that different way. You'll see it with even ones like the Phantom Tollbooth or, um, yeah, all of the other kind of like children's classics. They're really fun. And to kind of get the kids started earlier with the story, but then let them explore it later in and the original yeah. text. With the, the age that she's in, too, they are so into pictures and mm -hmm. illustrations, mm -hmm. and especially with using video a lot yeah uh, with the internet oh sure so it and it brings her in and she's excited to read the chapter book with me that's one of my daughter's favorite youtube kids stations is a woman who just tells stories <laughs> for yeah. hours there you go. for hours on it. <laughs> <laughs> scott what do you have <laughs> well i kind of feel bad because i don't have oh yeah i've been reading this with my kids Aww, this is my own okay. personal reading but i See, tend the shenanigans to... that's what i'm talking about <laughs> exactly yes i tend to get into something more with the holiday theme this time of year, and I pick a book that is holiday themed each year that I read. This year, I went the nonfiction route. I chose This Is Christmas, Song by Song. It's the stories behind 100 holiday hits by Annie Zaleski. What? And yes, it does have illustrations. They are <laughs> not just very low key illustrations, but still. It's more, you're reading it more for the stories behind the songs anyway. Yeah. It goes in order from, I believe it starts in the 1940s, 
the traditional 12 Days of Christmas, how it was re-recorded, and goes in order from the 1940s. I'm in about the 1960s right now. And it's interesting just how many of these songs we think of for snowy, cold days, huh. but they were actually recorded in the middle of summer. Sure. <laughs> and a lot of times the uh, engineers, sound engineers who were involved with it, they were so had so much forth, forethought to like air condition the heck out of the uh, studios where they recorded them <laughs> and made the singers wear sweaters and stuff like that. It's, and it's also interesting to see just how many <laughs> of these uh, songs, Bing Crosby, Gala PV, it's a were written by like three or four of the same people. Oh yes, so, and yeah. oh oh, weren't you just talking about that? Um, in uh, Canopy, there is a mm-hmm. documentary that is what is it called? It's gonna oh, it's I'll have to I'll have to come back to yeah. it after the break. Good. But there's a documentary in Canopy that is basically about the like three or four group of Jewish uh, men traditionally or mm-hmm. typically who wrote the majority of the Christmas canon of songs that are sung. Um, in in America, what I'll, was it? A very Jewish Christmas? Yeah, was like, that what it was called? I think called? it is. It's like a very. We'll, have, we'll find it. We'll find it, and we'll. You'll have to stay tuned. That's your teaser for after the break. But that's just funny that you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking through this. I think one of the people they cover is uh, the Kenny G version of some of the songs. It's like, well, yeah, he's most definitely Jewish. So. <laughs> right. So that is called "This Is Christmas," song by song by Annie Zaleski. Yes. That sounds amazing. What a perfect like even a coffee table kind of yeah. book. Yeah, indeed time it of is. Year. It's a, like very short chapter. So you can just read them in small bites. Oh, I love that. I love that. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm going to give a quick little tease before we go to break um, to I talk about a lot on our um, catalog. If you go to DelawareLibrary.org at the very top of our website, if you don't even like do a search for a book and you just click that little magnifying glass, it takes you over to our catalog and you'll see at the top that we have um, book lists that our staff make. Our staff make wonderful book lists. Um, and so today I have found one that was made by our teen librarian, Rachel. She's at the Orange Branch Library and she created a book called Teens Recommend Snowy Reads. Um, actually, Rachel was the one who input the information on the website, but it was created by two of our teen advisory board members. Um, Nabiha and Emily, and they have put together um, the following reads to get you into the winter mood. So they're all young adult novels, and they all have some sort of like snow or ice or cold <laughs> overall feeling to them. Um, they've included things like Omen of Ice by Yus Accardo. Um, they also have Before Takeoff by Addie Alsed. They have What Beauty There Is by Corey Anderson. Um, I saw some of my favorites down at the bottom, Shadow and Bone by Lee Bardugo, The Winter Duke by Claire Eliza Bartlett, um, Girls Made of Snow and Glass. And so you'll see there are even some like fantasy retellings of, you know, things like Snow White, uh, modern retellings of Snow White stories. The really cool thing that these uh, teens did who put together this book list is when you go and look at it, you'll see their own input of why these books were included on this list. So, for example, Melanie Dickerson's Veil of Winter, um, they have a little synopsis that they wrote says, after faking her own death and then heading to Prague to beg King Wenceslas to save her people, medieval princess Elise is joined by a young knight who claims he has had a vision from God and must help her on her quest. And so these were written um, and assembled by um, our teen volunteers, Nabiha and Emily. And then uh, Rachel went ahead and put it on our catalog for you. So if you don't take the opportunity um, to to go and peruse those, you're really missing out because they mm-hmm. are a great resource for you. 
Um, and it's also a good plug to remind you that right now, um, personalized picks is happening. If you oh, haven't yes. experienced personalized picks, that is like the best way to find the next thing to read. If you aren't inspired by the things that Jaina and Scott and Bridget and I bring you every week, then <laughs> you can go to personalized picks um, on our website and you can submit and you will have a librarian curate a list of books especially for you. So with that, we will go ahead and take a break. And on the second half of the show, we'll be back with Scott and Bridget to talk about the activities happening at Delaware this winter. Well, welcome back. I have an answer for you. If you were listening in the first half of the program, we were talking about a documentary that is on Canopy, which is one of our uh, video streaming services available free with your Delaware County District Library card. Um, fun fact about Canopy, if you have a smart TV, you can download Canopy as an app to mm -hmm. your smart TV um, and access it directly there so you don't have to do any sort of like phone or tablet or laptop to um, big screen scre uh, streaming if you didn't want to. But the question was, what is the name of the documentary that um, tells the story of five Jewish men and one Jewish woman who wrote the mass majority of the Christmas uh, repertoire? And, Jaina, it is? It is Dreaming of a Jewish Christmas. Yes, and it sounds delightful. It really um, does. Yeah, it sounds like a very a very nice kind of fun holiday-ish, you know, yeah. <laughs> documentary. So. Yeah, so I think that would be that would be a fun watch this week this weekend. But that is not what we're here to talk about. That's just fun trivia. Yes, we are here to talk about the fun things happening at the Delaware Main Library this holiday season. We're doing a tour of all of the library branches this month, um, these these next couple weeks to see the things that are happening. And so we have Bridget and Scott here, who you will probably see on the reference desk sometimes side by side. Like I said in the first half, always with shenanigans um, <laughs> to talk about some of the things that are coming up. So what do what do we have at the main library? We've got some great things this season. Well, Scott, do you want to go first? Is your program soon? Right. It's coming up, right? It is. Soon. My program is next Thursday. Actually. And it is popular. Too. It is very popular. Yes, it is a, an interactive movie, which think about. Um, I just lost the movie. Forgive me. The. Um, Rocky, Rocky Horror, Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Rocky Horror Picture there. Show. That movie yes. uh, where people throw things and do dances, except it's got zero Nothing Tim Curry to do with and 100% Muppets. Yes. More Muppets. Yay. Because I, the movie we're going to be watching is A Muppet Christmas Carol. Fun. So that classic with Michael Caine as Scrooge yes. and Muppets Galore retelling <laughs> the story in a very hilarious shenanigan laden way if you will my favorite uh, and we're going to add elements to it where when say scrooge comes on screen you and says humbug everybody in the crowd yells humbug yeah or if rizzo the rat eats some food mm. you have fruit snacks you get to enjoy <laughs> yes and various other sundry things during the show there's going to be popcorn provided, very yummy popcorn, I might add, by the mm. Strand. Oh, yay. Which yay. is popcorn in the land. Indeed. And so there's going to be all sorts of things going on with that. Yes. And we do have that capped at 40 people. Yeah. And actually, I should stress at this point in time, that is full, but we don't know for a fact that everybody's going to come. Right. So please feel free to jump on and get on the wait list right. because if somebody is unable to make it, 
then you can jump in and watch the show with us. Yeah, a wait list is a, is a great way for us to know. And if you're listening and you've registered for the program, illness happens, it's okay, hop mm-hmm. on and cancel your seat so someone else can pop in and enjoy the fun. Um, and if you happen to be at the main library in the children's area, just, just linger there, and then we might give you the nod like there's room, you know, but just, you know. <laughs> Be patient and be kind to our staff, for goodness sake. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a really fun program, and I know it's been fun for you to plan it. Indeed. It has enjoyed being able to find all the different elements that we're going to use in the show. And there are quite a few elements that I haven't talked about, so... Surprise is coming. Aww. Hooray. And it's it's family fun, you know. And and the Muppets, when they put together their retellings, they're not terribly long. I mean, this is, what, a 60-minute run? I believe this one's closer to, like, 80 minutes. But, okay. again, 80 minutes is not, especially yeah. if you've got children with you. Yeah. 80 minutes is not horrible. And with interactivity, mm-hmm. it'll go by in a flash. Yeah. Indeed. That is a good one. Bridget, you have some um, you have some new things, but you also have a, an annual favorite coming up as well. That's right. But mine geared towards the younger, mm-hmm. much younger groups. Um, the first one is a, an, an open playtime. So we just have a two hours where if you're at the library or you just need somewhere to go, just kind of let your kids just kind of run around inside of our meeting room. We're going to have the parachute. We're going to have blocks Mm. and uh, hula hoops and just kind of give families in that middle of that Christmas break from school, if that's where they go, uh, to just kind of enjoy and hang out. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and no pressure, uh, hopefully. Do you happen to know what date that is? I can pull it up. I believe it's the 27th. That is a Wednesday. Wednesday, December 27th from 2 to 4. And that is at the Delaware Main Library, and it's an open playtime. You said kind of best age is like preschool. They can preschool to eleven ish. Oh, okay, so, yeah, so elementary. I mean, and all ages help play, and um, they, we have that happen already at Maine, and it's great to watch older kids play with younger kids, and it's just open and mm-hmm. easy going. The library is a great, great resource for families to just get out of the house, mm-hmm. come and use some of the things, read a book, play with the toys, be out of the house. We had to utilize it on Wednesday when the entire part of Carson Farms had no power all night long. <laughs> yeah. 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 We had some people in the library and we were glad we could be there for that one. It was very yeah. nice, yeah. yes. <laughs> Thank you for having power. Um, the annual program that I do every year is called New Year's Eve. It's this year on December 29th. Mm-hmm. The program starts, it's very quick. It starts at 1130, but the actual excitement is at noon instead of midnight on the 31st. So children, obviously most of them can't make it up till midnight. So we like to provide this activity for them. And we have different crafts and activities for them to play. And then we gather everyone together in the middle of the library and count down to noon and drop those fun balloons and confetti and Mm-hmm. It gives it gives kids a nice taste of like what are those grown-ups doing when they're staying up so late and and they say go to bed, you know, it gives a nice opportunity to be like this is what they're doing. Well, you know, the flip side of that one is uh-huh. when we do New Year's Eve, the adults go, "What are those children doing?" <laughs> and we every time, every time what is happening is just fun chaos. And this year we're going to also play a bluey game. Oh, right okay. afterwards. Oh, it's fun. called Keepy Uppy. Oh, I love Keepy Uppy. So we're going to hopefully. So there may be balloons. There definitely will be balloons. Mm-hmm. And we're going <laughs> to hopefully 
all the kids can keep all the balloons off the ground and easy cleanup. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's one of my favorite programs every year. That one is Friday, December 29th, Delaware Main Library. 11.30 is when it begins, and it is a quick one. It is done by noon, mm -hmm. um, counting up to noon or counting down to noon, um, just like the, the grown-ups will do on December 31st. So, yeah, bring your, bring your kiddos. There's no registration for this program. It's totally free, totally open. Um, and it's totally does, fun. And it does take over the entire library. Yeah. Delaware is lucky enough to have a second story mezzanine, um, which is open. And so many kids, you know, I hear them because that's where my office is. And they're like, what's up there? <laughs> you know, and so some of the some of the fun will be coming from the mezzanine. Mm -hmm. Yes, there might be a special a special unicorn who will make an appearance as well. That'd be fun. I've talked to him. I hope I get to dance with uh, Percy yes. again. That was a lot of fun last year. <laughs> yes. He's, he said he's interested. Excellent. <laughs> that is so much fun. We love um, just the joy hearing the, the squeals of delight that come from mm -hmm. um, all of the programs that happen at the Delaware Main Library. Um, Bridget, you're also a regular story time uh, programmer at the Delaware Main Library. Any fun things coming up for story times over the next just week, right? Oh, yeah. So we actually, we are on our break. Oh, we just began we break. We just began okay. our break. Yep, I had to be reminded as well. Uh, time flies by. I can't believe it's already end of December. But yeah, so we are on our story time break until just the after first the new week year. of January. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I've, I've been had the pleasure of visiting multiple different story times at different branches, and that's been a delight. Mm -hmm. I love watching all the different families and storytellers. And mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, we're just on our two-week break, and then we'll... We'll be back at it. We'll be back. Well, and it'll and probably if you're be missing snowy. story time, yeah. go out to the website to story time anytime yes. where we have lots of videos of story time with Miss Bridget and all of your other favorite uh, youth librarians doing fun things for the kids. You can do that from anywhere with your laptop or phone or computer. And it's amazing. You can pull it up on your TV. Yes. On however you access that. <laughs> Indeed. Jaina. I'm going to guess that you've pulled up some events that are happening in the next week. Do we have anything system-wide happening in the next week or so that we need to give a plug to? Well, I, I, I'm not sure I had a, a system-wide one in mind, but I did have a couple other things in mind. Oh, sure. Yes. I meant non-Delaware. Absolutely. Oh, oh, mm -hmm. oh gotcha. Yeah. Um, so tomorrow, Saturday, December 16th from 1 to 3, there is a gift wrapping party at Liberty. That's right. Don't forget. <clears throat> Pardon me. And I need to do this myself. But right. if, if you need a place to wrap <laughs> presents where nobody can see you, go to Liberty Library, take your stuff, take some wrapping paper. There will be snacks. There mm -hmm. will be holiday music. It'll be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I, I really do want to go do that. It's really great to get some things wrapped without peeping eyes and with a mm -hmm. solid, like, sturdy table and yeah. endless supply of tape and scissors. Yes. But you'll want to probably, if you have, you know, specific thoughts about paper, you'll probably want to bring your own paper. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's a really good one. Tomorrow, December 16th, Saturday Indeed. at Liberty. One to three. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then on Wednesday, this is my favorite thing that happens every year. We have the Dempsey Singers coming to Delaware Main Library. They're yes. going to be performing in the middle of the library, spreading holiday cheer. Mm -hmm. And I, you know what? These are middle school students, but they are so amazing. Mm -hmm. They are so talented. So if you if you are free midday, it's it's starting at one fifteen. Mm -hmm. Come down to Delaware Main. 
support our uh, our Dempsey singers. They you will be shocked and amazed by how good they are. Yes, it will not be quiet, but it will be lovely. It will be lovely. And, and just like on the 29th, it also will not be quiet, but it will be lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Different shades of lovely, I think. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Different definitions, indeed. <laughs> All right, well, that brings us to our time. Again, thank you, Bridget and Scott, for being our guests this morning. Thank you, Jaina, for being my co-host. Thank you, Gage, for running the board, as always. And listeners, thank you for listening. Until next week, we will see you on the stacks.